From the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California, this is Anchor LA. It's Tuesday, the 19th of September, 2017. Two American tourists were sprayed with hydrochloric acid in the French city of Marseille on Sunday by a woman who appeared to have psychological problems. The attack occurred inside the Mediterranean port city's Saint-Charles train station at around 9 a.m. local time. This according to the website The Local, which went on to state that the woman sprayed the tourists in the eyes and she targeted the people closest to her and that this incident was not of a terrorist nature. The two injured girls, both aged around 20, were traveling in a group of four from Boston College in Massachusetts. Both were admitted to the hospital but were discharged in the afternoon. And in an act of Christian compassion, one of the students who was attacked has publicly forgiven her assailant who attacked her and her friends. In a Facebook post following the attack, Courtney Cyverling wrote that she prays that the attacker would be healed from her mental illness and receive the forgiveness and salvation that can only come from him. In the news again, another act of technology compromise as users of a free software tool designed to optimize system performance on Windows PCs and Android mobile devices got a nasty sock this morning. Pyroform, parent company of Avast Antivirus, which also makes the CCleaner tool, revealed in a blog post that certain versions of the CCleaner software had been compromised by hackers and that malicious data harvesting software had piggybacked on its installer. The company is urging users to upgrade to version 5.34 or higher. This is the latest in a string of digital crime that is growing, it seems, exponentially every day, with credit reporting bureau Experion having suffered a massive data breach recently as well. It seems only a matter of time before there won't be a single online profile left that hasn't been ravaged by identity theft, burgled by fraud, or hijacked by data hunters by these virtually unrestricted, primarily unaddressed digital thugs rampaging through the crime-ridden streets of the World Wide Web. In 1940, William Hanna and Joseph Barbera created an animated slapstick comedy based on the antics of a rival cat and mouse in the ultimate cat and mouse games. In its original run, Hanna and Barbera produced 114 Tom and Jerry short cartoons for MGM from 1940 to 1958. During this time, they won seven Academy Awards for animated short films. The series features comic fights between the cat Tom and the mouse Jerry. The plots of each sort usually center on Tom's numerous attempts to capture Jerry and the mayhem and destruction that follows. Tom rarely succeeds in catching Jerry mainly because of Jerry's cleverness, cunning abilities, and luck. However, there are also several instances with the cartoons where they display genuine friendship and concern over each other's well-being. At other times, the pair set aside their rivalry in order to pursue a common goal, such as when a baby escaped the watch of the negligent babysitter, causing Tom and Jerry to pursue the baby and keep it away from danger. 
Music plays a very important part in the shorts, emphasizing the action, filling in for traditional sound effects, and lending emotion to the scenes. Musical director Scott Bradley created complex scores that combined elements of jazz, classical, and pop music. Bradley often reprised contemporary pop songs as well as songs from MGM films, including The Wizard of Oz and Meet Me in St. Louis. With very little dialogue in the episode, Tom and Jerry has entertained many a child and many an adult from all over the world, and is still readily found despite its age, simply because of its lighthearted yet fascinatingly entertaining themes. If you walked into Google headquarters and subsequently proclaimed that you are now an employee of Google, that wouldn't make it true. In the same way, simply attending church or talking with other believers or reading the Word of God, they aren't a formula, and these things don't make you a biblical follower of Jesus Christ destined for the kingdom of God. Although they are some fruits that are produced from a saving faith, a redeemed heart and a renewed mind, they're not what saves us. In John 15's analogy of the vineyard, we read that Christ is the true vine, and we can only bear fruit if we are part of the vine, its branches. It's a beautiful picture of how true saving faith and belief in Christ produces good works only through Christ. In and of ourselves, we have no power to produce any kind of good fruit, the kind of fruit that is only produced by Jesus' own life and love being lived out through us. Sadly, there are two bypasses to the truth that have become very popular today, both of which try to achieve salvation or good works without Christ. The first one is legalism, which strives to produce salvation like fruits without Christ. It attempts to enforce methods and regulations, morals, laws, and self-imposed rituals to bear fruit, all without going through Christ. It's kind of like taking some plastic grapes that we molded ourselves and duct-taping them onto our arms in an effort to appear like we are part of the grapevine, but it's completely fake. John 15 tells us that just as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, Unless it abides in the vine, so neither can we bear fruit unless we abide in Christ. Apart from Christ, we can do nothing. Head knowledge, education, church attendance, or religious memes on social media can't save us. Only Christ can bring about a transformed heart. Salvation is through grace alone, bringing about a renewed mind now knowing Christ, believing that He is the Son of God and He has rescued you from your sin by his death and his conquering of death and sin by his resurrection. And through the transformed heart and renewed mind that is a result of the salvation through grace alone come the fruits and good works which make it evident that we are, like Ephesians 2 says, his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. Tomorrow, we'll discuss the other bypass, which also tries to achieve salvation without Christ. What grace is mine That he who dwells in endless light 
Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to certain topics we cover in the podcast. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app for Android and iPhone with input or suggestions for the show. We'd always love to hear from you until next time. From Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.